This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I just you know what's right for me. I just want you to live your best life. I know life. what's right. What is that from? I know what's right I for me. Know. Y'all, we just had <laughs> a very long conversation about Poodle just walked around his apartment <laughs> testing out every fan to see which fan gave him the maximum hot. cooling. It was hot in here and I didn't want it to be loud. And then also, Poodle's getting a new trash can that he, we've been organizing. You know, when you're over 40, getting a new trash can is an event. It's an event. It's an under the cabinet, but I've it's smaller. It. It's smaller. So he's. we're thinking, what if he gets a can crusher for his bubbly cans? Because he goes through so many <laughs> with his vodka. So... Because it's this, trash can No smaller. one gives a fuck about this. But we can't. But we can't. If y'all have a good can crusher, that no, doesn't take a lot of room. No. I'm not having a can crusher in my apartment. This is absurd. This is your bonus episode. Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. They French or Chinese, a brand new K-1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's 90 Day Gate. Let's love. <laughs> Welcome to 90 Day Gaze, and this Welcome is your bonus episode. Gaze. Welcome to your bonus Not about my fucking trash can. This episode is called Come At Us, and because... Oh, come at us, because y'all came at us. Y'all came at us you with questions. You came on my face. Now, listen, y'all. We had a lot of questions come in. We're not going to be able to hundreds. get... Hundreds. Hundreds <laughs> minus 90. We had 10. No. Um, we're not going to be able to get to all of them today. However, we are planning on, uh, which we've talked about and we're still teasing and we're developing, but in the our weekly, weekly squeal... Weekly squeal, the new weekly show. We will be taking some advice questions for that from some of our members. So we'll your questions these. will be answered then, if not today. So just hold, Don't hold your breath. tight. 
whole time, except for that person who said, um, "Y'all they, should come to Greece that per- and get some Greek men in here." And I said, "I agree. I don't I know how agree. I can answer that question. That's not a question. That's it's more an of a, a comment. That's more an affirmative. Yes. That's like when I do theater shows and we'll do talkbacks, and all the old people or the kids will say." How'd you memorize those lines? <laughs> yeah, who said that, by the way? Who asked what? that question of going to Greece? That was good. I don't know. We weren't going to use people's names. I don't know who it was. They're somewhere. I didn't expect you to raffle through. Y'all, I cut up all these so we won't know what they are. you threw them on the floor. <laughs> See, that's why you have a mess. Is that Why didn't you just pick these up and put them in the trash? I'm going to pick them up later. But you don't pick them up later. It's from Alice. <sighs> Alice let's, let's wants stop, us to go to Greece. Let's stop bickering and join in unanimity. I'd like to give the world a cock in perfect <laughs> harmony. You're very loud. I'd like to suck some Latin <laughs> dick and have it squeeze on me. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So we're going to answer some questions Thank today. You. That's much better. We're not getting to all of them, but we're going to do our best. Before okay, we jump into I'm this. I'm going to roll the, the, the questions. Well, well, do you have an announcement? Actually, oh God. we're doing it this. What we got a tease? We got more a Rotary milk. Club. Oh, the big announcement! Yes, you guys, a big announcement, y'all. We are covering Netflix's Too Hot to Handle again. You're so what? not theatrical. What? I want to do a drum roll and uh, give a give a bit to create some anticipation. Here, I'll edit it out and you redo it. I promise, I'll edit it out. I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm, fall for this. This I'm is like li- edit it it's out. like Charlie Brown with Lucy. <laughs> Y'all, Charlie Brown should have put a gun in Lucy's mouth. Okay. For all the shit that she did, <laughs> that, that got, she did to that him. That got violent. <laughs> Come at me if you think Lucy was a complete and utter fucking bitch. However, you would have been Lucy. No, I'm not that psychological. I'm not that much of a psychopath. I'd like to ask your brother. Maybe. Anyway, anyway. y'all, we're excited. So we're going to start watching that this weekend. We'll be putting that up. Too hot to handle. There'll be, uh, I think we're going to do a couple episodes in our regular feed. and Probably then, two in our regular feed, and then the, and the rest uh, are going to go in our Patreon. Patreon at so. the $5 level. Yeah. So, anyway. We're just trying to keep you thirsty whores happy. But also. It's going to fill that love is blind size uh, gap in your heart. We do appreciate the Patreon <laughs> because, as we said, Poodle students have dropped out, and also <laughs> you um, always there's like I said, I'm a charity case. No, it's, and also, y'all, I'll be honest, like uh, with our A cast, it's fine. I'm just saying that not many people want to do ads. No, nobody's doing ads anymore. Out, so turns out people are basically saving their money, which they should. <laughs> so we just want to let you know that we appreciate you if you support us at that level very much. It helps us make this content for you. Yes. So we love you guys and girls and, and, and non-gendered and, people. And, and, and you know, and undecideds. And undecideds. <laughs> Some people, it's not they don't know what they are. They don't even know. They have, they have no idea, or maybe it's not important to them. Are you going to get comfortable before we no. do this? Because you keep <laughs> flopping around like a twink on an eight-inch dick for the first time. <laughs> Remember that? When you just can't settle. No, I, You're just I, like, I, ah. no, I took to it. It was like it was like when you when you have a goldfish and you just throw them in a pond for the first time. They're like swim like they ever knew how to do. Goop 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 goop. Um, let's jump in. That was what Finding Dory was originally about. <laughs> Sitting on a fish dick. <laughs> I don't think fish have dicks. I don't think Just they do openings. Either. Boy, that's not exciting, that's is it? That's boring. All right. All right, pick your Can first we question. Finally... Okay, yeah, let's so go. I get to do it first? I'll let you do it first. Okay. Since I ruined Too Hot to Handle for you. You did. 
I wanted to curate this a little bit better. Oh, well. What did you want to do? I wanted to get, can I get some easier questions before we jump into heavy ones? Well, then. Well, I'm just going to choose what I want. <laughs> so Poodle, for 10 minutes, said, we're going to cut them all up and, and draw them. And you know, now he just decided. Why can't, you, why can't you roll with it? Well, in the middle of things. I'm just saying, you make proclamations and then you realize it's not what okay, you want to do. I like this. That's true. You know what? It is a woman's prerogative to change her mind. It's true. Um, all right. All right. Uh, if you can't tell, the place across the street from They're me is the having line. their maintenance. Are we recording? We are. <laughs> Come at me if you live in a residential area and every single day of the week another place does maintenance. Same. So you hear all Same. the whole time. One day, Monday. So it's like constant maintenance. Maybe that's just California. Maybe. Um, or maybe people actually it's mow their warm here and everything grows. Mow their own lawns well, other no, no one mows their own lawn here, y'all. It's true. <laughs> well, and everything grows here. Even when my aunt Peggy came here, I remember her looking around, going, "It's so green." Just everything goes here. God damn it, I can't get nothing to grow. <laughs> it's because she's cruel. It's upsetting. Um, okay, here's question number one. We're gonna say the first names, you guys, because you guys volunteered them. Um, if you don't like that we used your name, tough shit. Um, don't Sorry. listen to it. Uh, this is from Linda. Linda, uh, I have an aunt, Linda. You do? Yes. Um, she says, "I love my boyfriend, but he doesn't shower enough for my liking." Oh, okay. I grew up showering every day, and he does it maybe two to three times a week. It's hard for me to know what to say. LOL. I tell him his armpits. I tell him his armpits stunk once, and he apologized and showered. But is there an easier way to get him to shower more? Yeah, Linda. You just withhold that pussy till he showers. (laughs) I'm kidding. Don't do that. (laughs) Withholding pussy (laughs) or dick is never a good idea, not a good deal. It always backfires. A lot of people do that in relationships. (laughs) It always backfires on you. No, it's not good. No. It's not good. It's kind of a cruel way. Like, it's to withhold sex from someone, whether you're male or female, is, is, is... Pretty cruel. It's not good. Um, like Mother Nature's doing to me right now. Boy. Thanks, COVID. Now he's on the other side of it and he's okay. I'm kind of on the other side of it. And I'm like thinking about, do I take up painting? Do I like all these <laughs> all these things that my life was with that sex kind of like overshadowed things. I'm like, maybe, I, maybe I'll do a public speaking do, tour. Do I buy Carpentry? That, do I buy that Groupon for Rosetta Stone? <laughs> I can learn Esperanto. It's true. Who knows? So, what do you think, Poodle? You can um, draw the question. I'll let you. This is. I'm going to go the other way that you did. I would encourage you to have sex more because he's more likely to shower after sex. I'm interested in that because I thought, like, if she sucks his dick, does he not shower? Does he just take a... Uh, I have not showered after a dick sucking, but I've usually had to do something after. Oh, because you'll always because it's in the McDonald's parking lot, uh-huh. and you've got to go get a Big Mac. <laughs> Priorities, <laughs> y'all. Priorities, y'all. That drive-through line was long. Come on, to get something to do. If you fuck someone and then you saw them in the drive-through afterburger <laughs> at Waterburger, because that's me. <laughs> I saw that bitch at Waterburger in Ardmore, Oklahoma, right behind me. Wait, so you were you would both went to a a location? An undisclosed. We went to a field. And then we shut up. This was in Oklahoma. You this, went to a field and had sex, and then you were in the Waterburger line. Yes, this is when I met the waiter at El Chico's. 
Oh God! Yeah, boy, this is gonna end. I met the one it gay in well. the village. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we <laughs> fucked in the field under the Oklahoma stars. <laughs> if you watched our our, our romance watching chat with the, it's like he gave me an Oklahoma hello, <laughs> hello, 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 hello. It's true. Hello, for you, hollow like hello. mammoth cave. It's true. Anyway, so. Anyway, let's get so, back to Linz's problem. Oh yeah, besides, Linda. besides, we're terrible at Waterbur- this. We, now, what now, do you mean, we pale face? Now I want Waterburger. <laughs> I haven't had Waterburger that in years. with mustard and stop, those cut stop, up onions. Stop, stop, stop. Uh, they have tater tots, and you dip it in the ketchup. Linda, <laughs> Linda, I would, I would, I would honestly. This is it. It seems like an embarrassing thing to say because I know you don't want to probably offend him, but. If you could maybe say, you know, if you could make a deal with him about um, maybe it, maybe I'm sure it's maybe not just times when you're intimate, but like maybe when he's like sitting at the table or like you're sitting with him on the couch, you can smell him and he's not showered enough. Here, what I would think about, I would seriously say, bring it up to him in a way that was kind of um, that was that was diplomatic. Saying maybe maybe it's a question of is there anything uh, we could is there anything that you would change about me or my behavior maybe and there ain't you know maybe maybe you guys could switch for that just be open to that Linda because yeah. he might come at you with something that he you might, might not want to hear he might say I need anal every other night and then next and, thing you know you've got a strap on and you're going <laughs> fuck you Jake fuck you for this advice Jake I appreciate it. <laughs> Um, but you know, I just might. It may be embarrassing, but just say it, and it might, after a while, become a joke. It might be the time he didn't know he smelled bad. And yeah. um, I think when you're with someone and you live together, it's about it. It's interesting, and a lot of people don't think of it. But how you handle these um, these conversations that don't feel intimate are actually precursors of how you handle intimate conversations. Yeah. Like when you get older, and he can't get it up. Or things right. like that, and you talk about that kind of stuff. Hopefully, so I think just let him know, and also too, not especially boys. I remember being a young boy and my mother saying, "Go take a shower." Like young boys, <laughs> just we don't brush our teeth, we don't shower. Remember your mother yelling at you to like go brush your teeth? Yes, and shower? but I always showered. But I mean, I did too. Yeah. But I mean, like I remember, we I, were like, I was washing myself. Hey, Satan, get off me! Get off Why me! Why do I love boys? Why do I love? Why do I love Jimmy Carlisle? Please, Jesus, make me clean. Anyway, so crying. There is some. Some people just aren't taught that. Yeah. So I think Linda. I think it's kind of like sometimes we just have to bite the bullet and say you can always start a conversation and say, "Hey, I want to talk to you about this because." Uh, I love you, and this feels awkward for me, and I don't want to hurt your feelings. I yeah. just want to let you know kind of what I'm thinking because I want to be honest. If you usually start a conversation yeah. with that, and then you can just it's say— It's hard to fault them, yeah. Maybe you could say, I have a real sensitive nose, and I just yep. notice stuff. And It also might—maybe might, his soap. Maybe his soap's not deodorant soap. Well, I don't think he's—even if you're wearing deodorant soap, you, you need a shower more than every two or three days. Some people don't. Well, um, but I'm, but maybe some, some people need to, but uh, you know, you might want, and also know that this: if you come at him with something, he's got something saved up for you, and so you will find you'll get a good dialogue. 
Uh, and maybe it's just an open mic, an yeah. alternating current, saying, "Hey, and I'm if there's something that you want been been feeling yeah. weird to talk to me Let's about, talk about it. I'm open to that too." All right, thank you, Linda. Thank Your you, turn. Linda. Hopefully that this, helps. This bowl is my grandmother Larue's bowl. This one's a big one. What is this one? It has her name on it, Larue Altman. It's a Tupperware bowl that's very stained. <laughs> Altman's a pretty name. It's my mother's maiden name. It's pretty. Okay, now is that your the grandfather that was a terrible last yep. name? Or she? Oh, okay. So what was Larue's maiden name? Teague. T a t e a g u e. I know some. Teagues my brother's name. Ardmore. My brother's middle name is Teague. Oh, I like that name. Okay, this is this message is from Christine. Okay, this reminds me of our watching chat on Saturday. Christine Tye <laughs> will return to you. You sing the worst song in the Your whole name show. We'll forget. <laughs> Y'all are watching Christine. Chat. Uh, sing for, for me, me, my angel. Y'all, the watching chat tomorrow is Phantom of the Opera, the oh. British version with Remy Kareem Lou, who's gorgeous, and, and Sierra Bagas, and who's we're, wonderful. We're going to be doing it in our Facebook group and. Sh- Get ready. Not all of it, but we're going to be going live on Facebook in the group and performing some things Would, along with them. We may be cadenzaing off. It depends on how drunk think we get. Me, think of me fully when, when you fucked my arms. <laughs> okay. Chris- <laughs> Maybe not that one. I'm saving it. <laughs> Christine says... It feels kind of silly using a fake name here since my Facebook name isn't real either, but here we are. (laughs) Y'all. I get it. So anyway, let's. uh, I get fake names out all the time. (laughs) Y'all seem really good at going back and forth between humor and serious topics, so hopefully it won't be too much of a downer. But basically, I'm wanting advice on how to be okay with the fact that I will most likely never have another romantic relationship. Hmm. My past is full of awful, abusive men, and my current is full of meaningless hookups. I have plenty of repeat visitors, and trust me, I have fun, but that's it. It's been almost six years since anyone was interested in dating me or even getting to know me. I'm of an age where dating options are dangerously thin. Men around my age are single for a reason, and as lonely as I get, Sometimes I'm not willing to settle. Plus, I have sole custody of my kids, so my free time is non-existent unless I leave. I think you cut off the rest of the question. <laughs> you really did a good job of... Oh, God damn. You know, I can't That's even, called mixing seriousness with humor, you, y'all. You know, you just... You didn't organize these you, very I well. I did. It, it's, where's the rest of the question? I think that's probably it. Is it up there? I don't think there was one. Was that it? No, maybe this is it. Maybe that. This is riveting. <laughs> Why? Wow. Here, we're going to pause it till we this find the rest right. of the question. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but... 
that all begin to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird, lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy. When it comes to flowers, I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Okay, we're back, y'all. Okay, we, we found, we found the, I cut up all the pages. So Christine says, plus I have sole custody of my kids, so my free time is non-existent unless I leave them with my mom for a night. So I'm not looking for advice on how meeting someone or platitudes about – so I'm not looking for advice on meeting someone or platitudes about how someone 
some people don't find love until later in life. I'm just trying to figure out how to be okay <coughs> with it just being me forever. Okay, that's a great question. That is a great question. So, so my initial response to this is um, this person has a lot of this. She has a lot of perspective on her life. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of love it where she can say, there were some abusive moments. I'm trying to move past those. The current ones are a lot of Mr. Right Now's. Mm-hmm. It sounds very healthy, actually. Yeah, healthy the, perspective. so the way, yeah. way she's processing this, I think it's a she. Um, Christine, Christine. Ty <laughs> has returned to you. Again, how have you managed to sing the worst song in the show? Uh, anyway, don't do it. Please Your don't do it. Your tate is so mine, you won't sing for me. I'm trying, I'm trying to be serious and answer this person's okay. question about their dilemma and life, and you're Sorry. singing fucking Phantom of the Opera. I'm bringing you joy, Christine. Um, what I would tell you, Christine, is basically how to be okay with it only being you. Well, like Oprah says, y'all, self-love is the most important thing. True. And as RuPaul says, how the hell are you going to love someone else? Well, you can't love yourself. It's true. It's true. So that's the most important. I think you I think you're you're definitely if you're not there, you're working your way towards that. Um I would ask yourself what would being in a relationship give you that you don't have? Besides the idea of cuz you really can't say being alone because if you have a good relationship of friends, maybe it's not something you well, maybe need. Maybe they don't. We maybe don't you don't. The mm-hmm. so maybe maybe the my first bit of advice is to really cultivate your kind of essential BFF friend group, your friend group who will be there for you regardless. Uh, even even a friend who you text every day mm-hmm. or someone you FaceTime with every day. Even introverts need social interaction and meaning that, um, yes, introverts need time to be by themselves and things like that. Yep. But it's, but you know, uh, when I used to run a senior men's group, uh, support group. There were group members that were, they were. I don't. We don't know your age, Christine. But these were men in their sixties. She says she's at an age where most single men yeah. have problems. And so, trust me, girl. I know. <laughs> but there's something to be said for. I remember. I was very touched by this. Two men that became friends. They would just. They were. I think they both were in their early seventies, and they would just text or call one another that morning just to make sure they got up. And that yeah. sounds, I don't mean it to sound more, but I mean like there is something of knowing yeah. that like this person's going to check on me mm-hmm. just to make sure that I'm okay. And romantic love is not the only kind of, like you said, sexual, sexual chemistry is very important. Mm-hmm. You can have, I mean, just to get personal, I have one of my friends, friends who's all, who we also have sex, but we're, we're really good friends also. And uh, I want to know <laughs> who this okay. is. You're not going to get to know who my life. It? Stay away from my life. Oh, you're still having sex with that one, and you didn't tell me. No, I'm not. Ha- not right now. I bet you were though. Can we not talk about my? I said you. Ooh, I know trying, who it is. He's trying to figure out my life, y'all, and I don't let like it. So you, you're. He's nosy. That's his problem. So what I would tell you is that can be one. If you can find someone who you can also have like romantic feelings for and also just cherish that that physical experience and that that's enough but there's what i would say is there's so many types of love except for the partner who lives with you who sleeps on the mr side of the bed who has the mr toothbrush and i would tell you i'm single right now and i'm not really looking for a relationship Mm -hmm. um because i'm kind of my i feel pretty fulfilled 
Um, yeah. So if you've got that in your life, you if you've got so much inside you, not, this is not trying to be a platitude, uh, you don't need. There's not a lot you lack for. So I would say keep getting that kind of friend um, community. Yeah, and I think a friend community is important. I also think it's just having, uh, for you, it's kind of that whole, what they. it sounds cliche, but I, there's some truth to it. This whole dating yourself of what you would want to do, what kind of things do you even like to do on your own? And yeah. what, you know, because I have to say, I was single for 15 years and I've been in a relationship now <clears throat> for five I'm just as happy. I'm just as happy now as I was though when I was single. It's not like being in the relationship. It's just is, different. It's different, and so and there's some things that I miss from being single that I don't have anymore, and so <laughs> I think that's so that's going to happen for for you. I feel like with being okay being by yourself, I think the way a lot of it is just your mindset of you just you decide. I'm going to be okay being by myself. And even if it's a little bit of fake it until you make it, which sometimes that can be an easy way of, if you're not comfortable going to the movies or to dinner by yourself, well, don't do it now. But Nope, don't go to your house. But do those things. Because there's that never bothered me, but there are some people of even traveling by yourself. Yeah. You want to take it? I love that. I do too. I remember Mm -hmm. I was very nervous. This is years ago. I was like, oh, I'm going to go to this trip by myself. And... I fucking went and I realized this is amazing. I can do what I want. I would go up by myself in China all the time. And she got the <laughs> Wuhan. And <laughs> I did not. <laughs> anyway, I would also say don't worry. You could, I, how, how am I going to have to get used to being alone for the rest of my life? Don't think about the you rest of your life. You don't need to worry about the rest of your life. Honey, right now we're worrying day to day. Be don't don't you don't have, this is a journey. We're not getting toward anything. Do what makes you happy today. Right now. Maybe maybe plan for this week. Yeah. But having things that are like, oh, it's gonna be twenty years from now and yeah. I'm not gonna have any somebody. Because who maybe knows what maybe happens will. next week? Who knows? Yeah. And I think that that is probably more what if often I've seen affects people's happiness more than what actually is their They're circumstance. They're worried about the, what's their, the result. Their perception of what their future will be. Yep. Whether it's negative or positive, it's the expectations to let go right. of. Positive or negative. So let go of your expectations. Surrender, honey. Surrender. Surrender, surrender those because you can't change Sweet them. surrender all that I have to give. There's some Sarah McLaughlin for you. I have seen Sarah McLaughlin... Oh God! At just least pick six the, times. Just pick the question. <laughs> just pick the fucking question. So now I have to hurry, huh? Ooh. Oh, here's another big one. Ooh, a big one. I like a thick y'all. I like a thick y'all. <laughs> I like a thick thick. Oh God! Give me that question on a thick Okay, thick. here we go. Um, uh, <laughs> this is another long one. This is from Heather Motherfucking Torres. <laughs> we just said our last name. Uh, Heather, okay. how about Heather Motherfucking? Mother, Heather Motherfucking. M- motherfucking. She says, um, uh, uh, I should not have, but I did. I let a longtime friend out of the friend zone. For 12 years, I have known this man's affection for me, and I was always honest. I will never give you what you want. He is a much younger man than me. He's like a Zed, just lovable and fun. 6'6", six, six, ooh, ooh, just not my guy. This ooh. is important. He wanted kids and a marriage. I met him right after my divorce, and I already have two. That life was of zero interest to me. He eventually met a girl. They had a child, was engaged. They remained friends, and they broke up. 
It's been a good five years since their split. So long story short, we went out for Valentine's Day. That's lovely. Two singles enjoying the pre-pandemic vibe, Queens. Good. Suddenly, this much younger man, who I friend-zoned 12 years ago, wasn't that cute, lovable Zied, but he was like trimmed up, haircut Zied, and was like a man, man. Okay, I'm trying so, not to get up on a tangent, here but we, we go. have all known those boys that mm-hmm. suddenly become a man overnight. So I took him to the- you know, you're sitting in the back of a pickup truck, and you this didn't is even not know they your were a story. Senior. There's hay in your mouth, and you don't care. <laughs> this is not your story. Fine. So I took him to the neighborhood dive bar, the country girl. Ooh, been there. <laughs> Love that idea. I can't and get And eventually off on the just kissed him. I made the move. It blew me away. And I was like, oh, okay, I could do this. This is the fuck I wake 12 years for. I'm not even sorry. Well, as I was opening up to the possibility of maybe things growing, he's now super needy. Y'all, I can't handle needy. I'm there with you. That is my kryptonite. Ugh. I feel like I'm destined to fail because he will send something of sentiment between us, and I don't remember it because he gets upset and goes radio silent for days. He needs constant validation, and it's fucking exhausted. He's a great friend, human, and I and I was open to things progressing, maybe a tad afraid of that dick. <laughs> but the fact I didn't remember a Facebook conversation from eight years ago and him getting passive-aggressively upset is not something I had the patience for. I understand that. Now I feel like, again, I need to be the asshole who kind of led him on because I can't handle the needy. I like my space. I can't constantly validate someone. I remember every detail of the time we spent together on Facebook exchange over the course of 12 years. My mind is not wired that way, and I'm not an emotional person. I will validate you on my own terms, not because you're fishing for it. Exactly. Sends random selfie. Also, we have not had sex. Just kissed him at the bar. I made the move. This might be important information. It might not. Anyway, how do I let him down gently? I'm friends with his family. I met him through his family. I attend his family functions. Fuck it, whatever. Keep going, Queens. Thank you. For, thanks for giving this healthcare worker an outlet. Send in prayers to our healthcare workers. Send a prayer. Call no prayer warriors. Send love oh. and light. Send them up. Lift them up. So she's basically asking. She get, did Jake it. write this? <laughs> Yo, we're the same. Know. We're like sisters. Uh, I'm I, scared the day I you like, and Heather meet because it's going to be like I like Heather. Heather, two bitches in a broom closet. We need our space. Um, I. I'm I'm not a needy person. Needy people are well. If you there's never not a bigger turnoff for me. Not a bigger turnoff. Um, know that this is the feedback I've gotten from people who have been needy with me. Um, they do that because they can't make the conversation. Sit down and say, uh, they can't go to that uh, conversation and say, I'm not getting this from you. They can't they can't say that, mm-hmm. and they're looking for reactions. Um, my first instinct is to tell you to just say this isn't working and the it's not you, it's me. That's the old me who would say that. I, I can't commit. Mm-hmm. Um, the other would be just to sit down and write with him or chat or whatever and saying, this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. I think and it's, it, that's really vulnerable, you know, mm-hmm. saying I like you. But I, I don't think we're right, mm-hmm. you know. Um, uh, and it, this this is better now to say this now than I think you might be more. And I've said this to people before. It hasn't gone well when I've said <laughs> I think you might be more emotionally invested in me than I am in you. Didn't go well. I wouldn't say that. No, I didn't say it that way. Oh. 
<laughs> I think you're into me more than I'm into you. Don't say that. Um, but, you know, and you can also put it on you saying, you know, it's hard for me to be intimate with someone. That is that is one thing. And maybe he'll understand that. Mm-hmm. If not, you know, just say firmly that I don't think this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we're I, what what I've learned to do is I don't think we're a match. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're we fit together for me. Mm-hmm. That's that's my opinion. No, I think that's yeah. I agree with all of that. I think, you know, there's a little bit of. There's what's your responsibility in this as well, Heather? And it's so because you did kind of open Pandora's box with this kiss a little bit. Yes. Um. So there's that. But they were drinking. No, but I'm saying though, but she bar. kind of helped. Yeah, and she initiated. Along. Yeah, she initiated this relationship. And I don't. That's nobody's fault. No, not at all. So, but it's more meaning. So, what? It's this idea of when you take, uh, taking personal responsibility of that. When you open that door, then be responsible to shut it. Yeah, if you opened it. And so, I, we didn't get this from the letter. I mean, I think we mostly did. I'm pretty sure we're getting from the letter. She does not want to be in a relationship at all. Yes. If there is a part of you that is interested in that with him still, I didn't get that. I'm not getting that. But I'm not getting but if yeah. you do, then I agree with Jake. I think you just need to speak to him. My kind of way of going about doing that would be I would not use any uh kind of characteristics about him and his behavior. Yeah. Because I think better. he's gonna get too defensive. Yep. And I think it mainly is sitting down and it's like, look, this is where I'm at, this is how I'm feeling. This is what I need, and this is what I want in a relationship, and kind of just stating that mm-hmm. and seeing how he responds to that. And he probably is not going to be able to see your point, or he's probably, uh, or you're going to say, you know, I need someone, if they get upset with me, I need someone to tell me they're upset with me, and we can dish it out, and we can talk yeah. it out, and it's done within 30 minutes. So for me, uh, not talking about something goes to me. I understand that's maybe the way you process things. Yeah. But for me, it's just annoying and hurtful, and I don't have time for it. I, I would append that by saying uh, I think the, the relationship as it is now is basically you not you being annoyed by his neediness and him being angry at you because you're not remembering something. Mm-hmm. So maybe say this is, this is not exactly – Anger, me being annoyed and you being angry isn't really helpful for no. anybody. And if you can set it up like that to make him understand if both sides are putting out negative emotions, mm-hmm. then something's not always right. That might be a more logical way to explain it. So you explain to me a relationship's in a logical way. I'll, I'll agree with you. <laughs> yeah, it's that yeah. idea of like, and y'all are in a relationship, so this is just not even barely courtship, but it's anything when I tell people when they start dating and it starts getting serious to ask how the other person fights or how they get angry. Mm-hmm. Cause then you can kind of, somebody can say, Oh, I, I usually don't say anything for somebody. And I wait till if someone says I need time to get over it and I need a week to get over it, that's bullshit. They need to get over it and talk about it. Yeah. But then you at least know, but this is, I get why you wrote us Heather. Cause this is like, it's not like you're dating. Yeah. You but, just are also, friends. You have a relationship with their family. But then, and so that's tricky. But you can't, you can't, the, the family has nothing to do with your relationship with him. Yeah. So I know I would, you feel guilty or whatever, but that has, and you know what? That's not your responsibility you know to what? take care of them. If you, if they, if they love you apart from him, 
uh, and you they're friends with you, however m- more of a Debbie Downer he would be, you can probably still hang out. And you never know. You might talk to him and say, this is where I'm feeling. This is what I need. Yeah. And if he maybe he makes an effort to change that. Yeah. And you get to see that six foot six dick. <laughs> Send us a picture. I think that was another one. That was the other guy. Oh, that's the other guy? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Maybe so. not. I, I, I don't I think, read well. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think it is. So I think that's, that's yeah, I think that's. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I understand. This is, and I'm, I'm a lot like this. Neediness bothers me on a cellular level. And, and as, I, yeah. and it just gets on my last nerve. And I understand why it's probably zapping a lot of your energy. As long as, and I will say in responsibility, as long as you're not using not wanting, quote unquote, neediness as a defensive for not being vulnerable and close to somebody. That's true. Because people do that too. I don't think you're saying this, but I just, again, calling your own kind of what's your responsibility in this of, uh, I just know a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm. I'm not emotional. I'm not needy. Well, that's because they're defensive and have an insecurity and don't yeah. want to talk about it. So if it's that girl, then work on your shit. But I don't think that's the case with Miss Torres. Your turn. I asked, I emailed her and said, can we use your name? She's like, I got no secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write that biography her life one day. <laughs> it's going to be a I've good I've already heard a lot of stories. Okay. Ooh, I like this question. This is from Elizabeth. 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 And... Her uh, question is, hey, Queen, advice. I recently had a falling out with a friend, and before that, she owed me a bit of money for a vacation we went on, where said falling out occurred. Okay. So the falling out happened on the vacation. Um, Dumb, I know. Don't lend people money, even if you've known them for 12 years. I've reached out to try and extend an olive branch and tried to keep things civil through this whole thing, but she's blocked all forms of contact with me, even oh. even on effing Venmo, all my fr- <laughs> that's cold, y'all. You block someone on Venmo? That's, that's serious. That's gold. All my friends and family, including mutual friend, have agreed she's very much in the wrong for what went down. Even mm. though, y'all, I know I ain't perfect. How should I handle this? Should I cut my losses and learn my lesson, or try and talk to her and get my money back? P.S. If you want all the juicy deets, I'd love to email them to you, but it's too long for here. Okay, Elizabeth. Um, I had a good <sighs> friend once who. Um, told me. Don't throw that back in there. Oh, that's true. We Jesus. <laughs> I Go it, ahead. I put it back in the pile. Um, I had someone that told me once, uh, I basically <clears throat> came into a little bit of money and people knew about it. And so I had some friends that asked me for money. And you they, won money on a game show. Just admit money, it. I did one money on a game show years ago. And someone told <clears throat> me the best advice was... Uh, I said, what do you think I should do? And he said, don't ever lend money to people. Give it to them. Mm-hmm. If they want money, just give it. And don't expect for it to be repaid. Because it goes back, because the expectation you're going to put on that is going to eat you up at night. Just give it to yeah. them. And I think that, so that's where one it is. Now, you've already lent them money. but And I did email um, them back, and I was like, how much? Because if this is like $20,000, yeah. but I'm assuming this is probably like, Five hundred to a thousand dollars for a vacation, maybe. Maybe they split it. Yeah, maybe maybe fifteen hundred dollars. So, because if it's like ten thousand dollars, I'll tell you my advice: take their ass to small claims court and get your money. Get with like Judge Marilyn Million. Yeah, and get your fucking money. I want to have poodles court. Poodles court. <laughs> God, I'd give anything for a gavel. Oh, it's, I've heard that new Quibi show with uh, uh, Chrissy Teigen's cute. 
It is. I. It's. Eh, I can't get into Quibi. Quibi's weird, but I love her. <laughs> yeah, I feel that um, way too. I need uh, it on my TiVo, or I'm not watching it. Um, my 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 conscience here says, um, or my gut says, honey, you're never getting that money back. You're not. Um, as she's if she has taken steps to block you, she is not. A, she's not interested in giving you the money back, and and she and she B, she's afraid she'll have to pay you back because she may not be financially able to do that, and C, she's not thinking of your interests at all. She's basically showing you who she is by that. Yeah, you're on. Honestly, the universe is giving you a gift to tell this person to fuck off and go. You're on merry way. And I would like to. I don't know if this is true. I don't know if we saw from the thing. Do you want to make up with her because you miss her as a friend, or do you want to make up with her to get the money back? I think there if, was a little. I saw a little bit of more of both in that question. So, so because obviously, and here's the thing: you said after all, my friends and family, including mutual friends, have agreed she's very much in the wrong. It's nice to find that out, uh, but it it actually doesn't mean anything in this in this case. The whoever thinks, it, but she because she thinks she's right. Um, yeah. And uh, should I cut my losses and learn my lesson or try to talk to her and get my money back? It sounds like to me you don't need this person in your life. Um, you, the, yeah. She wasn't like a best, best friend. Um, if you, However, if that's true and you really miss her, maybe you reach out, maybe leave her a phone message or leave a, leave a letter in her mailbox or I, send I her some mail. She, I think she's... With all the things she's told me, I think we're done reaching out. Okay, that's I, what I was... To me, I yeah. mean, unless it's not what you described. I recently had a good friend who just went with this. A friend had a falling out on a trip, and she didn't loan <laughs> her money. But she was the same thing. She was, she was like, sugar, I tried. I called her. I'll text her and ask how she's doing. Like, she heard something bad happen to her family. She texted her and got one response of just thanks. Like, mm. she did all this stuff, and I finally just said... This person is putting way less yeah. energy than you're putting it's into not, this. It's not, uh, not comparable levels. And it's not even like they're not even fighting with you of trying to give you yeah. They're just shutting off. So, like, I, I think move on. I would say take this money, take this money dispute as a sign from the universe that says this is a good reason to stop your physical, your personal connection as well. And now, yes, because on a personal level, I am... This is abhorrent to me that someone would not pay the money. It's pretty awful. Them. That is like such a pet. I will pay you back and eat fucking ramen and ravioli for two weeks the, if I have to. But the idea that she blocked you for everything is spiteful. And you, you don't need that. And the idea that she's not paying you, I think, makes her honestly a pretty horrible person to begin this with. Is what I would do, Elizabeth. If you have some mementos of things that that you that she and here or just find something, go outside in your backyard. Hopefully, in your backyard, you can go there and burn it, burn it, and and that'll be a symbolic. Wow, I thought you were going to say what you wanted to say on one of our edits of just slash the tires of that bitch. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't say that. <laughs> no, I'm saying if there's something that represents, and that way you have a physical reminder of that's gone now. Yes. And, you know, and then sage the fuck out of your house after you do it. Yeah, because <laughs> the energy that you're carrying on yep. this is toxic for everybody around you, and unfortunately. It's just affecting your life. So, as Poodle's mother would say, 
Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. <laughs> Y'all, that merch will be coming back this December. <laughs> I'm sure. When I, I I need a quote of my mother talking. I need a recording of my mother talking about Frozen. It's a little little abusive, but uh, it's, it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. But I will say, as my dad would say, if somebody doesn't pay you back for the money they fucking owe you, well, they're, they're goddamn loser and ain't worth their spit. Okay. Yeah, we're 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 in one voice about this, Elizabeth. Move on. Move on. Move on. Move on. Shouldn't be in fifths. <laughs> Jerk. Is it my? Yo, it's my pick. Yeah, it's your pick. Ooh. This is from. Ooh. This one. A question's from Hannah. Hannah. Is that? Is it okay to say Jackie's given us the name of the baby, right? She's been talking about on Sissy Squad. Yes. Uh, that's Jackie Weissman's future child. I hope it's fine now. <laughs> She's not even talking about it. God bless Sorry, Jess. <laughs> Sorry if, if, if uh, Jackie Weissman's mother-in-law listens to this and I've just blabbed the child's name. We've been talking about it on Sissy Squad, right? Do we need um, to edit, that, edit this out? I don't know. It's I'll not going to be. Her, <laughs> and I'll have to fucking edit it out. All right. Um, so this is Hannah. My sister has been struggling with alcoholism and self-esteem issues for most of her adult life. December of 2018, she finally left her physically and emotionally abusive fiance. As you can imagine, my family, yay for leaving. As you can imagine, my family was so happy. However, she still continues to talk to him regardless, regularly and lies to us about it. That's rough. Oof. She has been missing work a lot and I'm afraid she will eventually lose her job. She keeps looking to me to be her source of happiness, and I just can't do it anymore. I work in healthcare, and these in these COVID nineteen times, I can only work for my own happiness. That's great that you 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 can only control your own happiness. Yes, I know this was long, but honey, you should have heard Heather Motherfucking Torres's one. I know this was long, but how do I tell her she has to be her own source of happiness and stop talking to that dickhead? Thanks in advance. I've listened to nothing else on my drive home from work but you two. Because a bitch needs to laugh. I love, love to laugh. A bitch needs to, to laugh. laugh. I love to laugh. That's the truth. Um, Hannah. Well. First of all, Hannah, again, prayers go up. Prayer warriors up for our healthcare for workers. Healthcare workers, for love God's em. sakes. Love them. Love them. First line. <sighs> What's your initial response? My initial response is, uh, I think... And it's it, it's come up for me like the fourth time in the universe this week, and this is why I'm saying it. <clears throat> Al-Anon is a gift for you, mm. and you can and do Zoom meetings for those. For those of you who don't know Al-Anon, Al-Anon is basically like alcoholics friends and or, families. They can go to with substance abuse. But Al-Anon is for friends and family because when someone's struggling with addiction and just that, the whole family is the. An addict's personality can be very self-centered and self-absorbed. Mm-hmm. And that's not necessarily how they are. It can be more of just they're spinning in this right. addiction. And even if she's sober now, she still could be – because I guarantee you, if she probably – if your sister had an alcohol addiction, she also probably had a love addiction. Self-esteem issues, so she says. I yeah. There is CODA. There is Love Addict Anonymous. Those could be very, very helpful things for her. But again, I think for you, Al-Anon is where you're going to find other people that are in this situation and find a support group for yourself right now because I think you're spot on in that you need to let your sister know that like she 
It's not your job to give her happiness yeah, and from it's, within. And it, it, your, her happiness does not depend on you. Yes. Um, which speak, that, queen. Speak. Which, which that, must, that must be really exhausting for you to have to feel that way. And especially Boy. if you're like fucking dealing with people on ventilators. How do y'all think I um, feel? Poodle isn't happy unless I can be here to organize his house. That is or, not true. Or like get you him to do You invite yourself you know, over I just, and take the fuck over I just every want you to time. live your best life and, I and just sleep say, well at night. I just say basically, y'all. Did you dust in she's, here? I'm proud of you. She's not happy unless she's got a project. I do it to make her happy. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, what I would tell you is Give up the concept of making sure she doesn't talk to her ex. That uh, that's, that's that's an Alan on thing. That's good. you're trying to control that. Yeah, you got to let go of that, honey. You, you 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 can as many times as you say it doesn't matter that they ha- they have such a codependent emotional connection that it's not going to help. And you you can tell her all the bad things he's done. Doesn't matter. You know, it probably goes back it's to a pattern. She doesn't want him to talk to him. Da, 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 da. It all goes back to she's terrified, probably that she doesn't want her sister to start drinking again. Yep, and that so, and that again, you couldn't get them sober to begin with, so you can't keep them sober now. You right. can tell them you love them. You can make suggestions, but you can say to your sister when she starts talking about him, you can say. <clears throat> I, I can't I, I look Susan I can't talk about your I want to talk to you but I can't talk about that if you want to talk yep. about these Anything. topics or if you want to ask me about me and how I'm doing because I need some support yeah. right now doing with work yeah. I'm happy to do that and she since she says she's lied to you about talking to him that's definitely a cue that says she it's not going to help it regardless and you can say look i feel bad that you lied to me about talking i don't want us to have that relationship so i'm giving you this boundary but maybe asking her i am interested in helping you find out where you can talk about him yeah so maybe you can go talk about him in a meeting or maybe you can go talk about him in uh therapy like, yeah with, you can do all all of this is on zoom or skype I think if she's interested in finding solutions, you can have those kind of conversations, but just doesn't make, don't make sure it goes back into just talking and bitching about him again. And I would highly recommend, I know you said something in your, um, uh, you said something, my family was so happy. If you could get the rest of your family to go to an Al-Anon meeting, I know that sounds yeah, like a no. lot of work. This is um, great. I just because had it yep. here, here's why. If the family keeps if the family keeps being cheerleaders or booers in one way or the other, that's going to make things worse. Yeah. Uh, in other words, they're happy when she's doing what they want them to do, and they they're not happy when she's doing what they don't want them to do. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna? You're 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 just you're just gonna do whatever you want, just not tell your family. Cheers and jeers only bring tears. Exactly. Yeah. Ooh, at you and so yeah they definitely that's a great great point because especially when you're struggling with addiction it takes a fucking village mm-hmm. of support and i just had a friend who called me about her sister who's struggling with meth addiction and kind of kind of trying to enter back into her the mother's life and the she the sister had done a really good job of getting the mother to set a boundary but the parents won't go to Al-Anon meeting. And it was really, I said this to her and she went, wow, I never thought to ask that for me. And I said, what if you ask your parents to go to an Al-Anon meeting, not for your sister, for and you. son, but for you. Mm-hmm. So the same thing for you, Hannah. Maybe ask your parents to do something for you and y'all make this a family That's a affair. great idea. And then it can be something y'all share. And I guarantee you, like you, Al-Anon, 
everybody needs to go to fucking Al Anon. It's so great. It's so great. Um, and basically, the root of this, uh, Hannah, is vulnerability yeah. and being vulnerable enough to say, even to your sister, it makes me feel really badly when you do this. And I know this is not to shame you. And it, even even then, Hannah going to your family and to to your other family uh, besides your sister and say. I, I need help with this because yeah. I'm not doing well here. Because you're trying to be a stiff upper lip. And you've on top of this, you're exhausted from work yeah. right now and stressed out. So you Give need yourself a lot of grace, too. Give yourself grace, Hannah. We got one more. Oh, good. The last I'm of our poodle picks. I'm gl- this one. This is, this is from a name, Poodle's Future Lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, po- Poodle needs a lawyer. Woo! I'm gonna need one, y'all. You're, that you retainer's gonna be so much someone, and so worth it. Someone, someone's gonna send me a dick pic, and I'll, it'll get randomly sent by something, and it'll be it'll be in TMZ, uh, sexual predator, and it'll be me, me just going like this. What? In a shawl. <laughs> uh huh. Anyway, okay. So Poodle's future lawyer lawyer says, "Hi, Maddie and Poodle. I am a new attorney in my first year of practice. Congratulations." Congratulations. And I'm having imposter syndrome so bad it's debilitating. Mm-hmm. I feel like I know nothing and I'm far too underqualified to be in this position. Even worse, I feel like everyone can tell that I am in way over my head. Have you ever been in a position like this? And if so, how do you move forward and gain confidence? I truly love and admire you too. You are a truly bright spot Monday. That's sweet. Oh, Poodle, Poodle's future lawyer. I, just to say, if you've ever been in a place for that, you know, when you're the youngest person in an orgy? Yes. You know, it's not been the, it's, or you, that's your first time there. Yeah. Everyone else knows their regular partners. They know. Mm-hmm. You know. They know. And so who's you squirting just, and who's flirting. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. You just, wow. You just have to be, you, you're trying to get in on a third and they're just like giving you the stink eye, like, get away, redhead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ouch. Um, <laughs> Ouch. So this hit home, mama. <laughs> so we here's we all have imposter syndrome. All I, of us. I, this is I, as someone who teaches you guys, um I have I have a lot of degrees. Like it's stupid. <laughs> I have a lot of degrees. Um and uh and I think I'm reasonably intelligent and I basically people come People pay me to help them sing, and I every morning, I swear to God, every morning I wake up and say, what happens if people find out I'm a fraud? Mm-hmm. And that's a voice that I've hard, had to learn to deal with, mm-hmm. because that voice is always there. Mm-hmm. Um, part of that voice comes from being a little gay kid in the South, Yeah, um, and not really, I, like I think I told you before. When I looked back and someone asked me about my dreams and what I didn't want to do when I grew up, I honestly don't think I had them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I thought music, but it was all very general. Mm-hmm. This is the kind of the problem that happens with if you kind of grew up with that thinking or sometimes everyone has it. Mm-hmm. Basically, your idea is that you're not worth it enough. You're not worth it. Yes. Um, so the problem isn't anyone else. Um, because I guarantee you, they're probably not thinking of that about you. Yeah. And if they are, if they're not giving, if they're treating you like shit, that's pretty normal in a law firm. Uh, but also know that that's kind of what you have to do when you're the new person there. But you know what? You can't control that. 
Mm-hmm. And But you can control how you handle it. As far as your ideas about your own self being an imposter, again, my things I keep telling myself are you have to think about the things that you know you're good at. Give yourself a fucking pep talk every morning. Mm-hmm. I have to do that. Yeah. And it's like saying I and I say, I love that I'm blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I love that you're blah, blah, blah. Or I love that I can do this. I know this really well. Um... Uh, and know that the idea of anybody being an expert of anything is all relative. I'm um, nodding my head to all this because she's right. Uh, Keep going, Queen. And I just, I, I, I just know all of us suffer from this, and it's debilitating. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, doesn't matter how many degrees you have. Just know that all your colleagues are thinking the same thing. And here's the here's the kicker. Well, here's, maybe not the white, all the white straight men. Probably not. They but, they get everything they want. Here's the kicker. And no one knows anything what we're doing. We're all blind squirrels looking for a nut, honey. Mm-hmm. We're all bad at this. Mm-hmm. You know, and so remember that you think you're not. Everyone else is having the same thoughts. I promise you. It's true. So that's all I've got with this. No, that's great. I I kind of, um, I that's great because you kind of talked about the um, the psychology and emotions behind it where I have some ideas for like actionable some things that maybe you could try. Okay. First of all, anything Brene Brown is going to help you right now. Yes. Her podcast, Unlocking Us, or... She's a perfectionist um, and I, that's perfectionism and um, uh, that feeling like an imposter goes hand in hand. There is... Honey. Uh, what? Let me look because there's several Brene Brown books that I read but there's one that... Unlock... Uh, it's not... I don't think it's Dare to Lead... Um, it's the first one. Which one is it? I can't remember that. I name. thought it was just me. Oh, I was I was actually gonna say the gifts of imperfection. Oh, that one's yeah. That's like one of our first ones. It's like eight dollars on Amazon. Uh, let go of who you think you're supposed to be and embrace who you really are. Yeah. So, uh, I think that would be a great book for you to start with. Also, I honestly. I kind of want to throw out the Sissy Squad on this our Facebook group because I think what what I'm bringing up for you, Hannah. It's Hannah, right? Yeah. Is no. this Hannah? This is oh, this is Poodle's. <laughs> you can't, you this can't is Poodle's remember lawyer. shit. This is Poodle's lawyer. Uh, um, Poodle's, we didn't have form, Poodle's future, future lawyer. lawyer. PFL. PFL for you. PFL. I think you feel alone. And I, you look. My cubicle job is at a law office, so you can't really talk about this in your law office because I get that it's it, most law offices would they just think that you aren't qualified, right? And, and so. I can understand in a corporate setting, I doubt there's like a lawyer support group on Facebook. I'm no. they, so I think actually, if you're a member of the Sissy Squad on Facebook, and if you're not, I encourage you to join. And all the time we have sissies that jump out and say, hey, y'all, I'm going through this right now. Does anybody yeah, have something so, similar like this? It, we're, it's a whole cheerleaders, y'all. It's not empty shit, too, because everyone's going through it. You'll everyone's realize going that, through it. Yeah. And I think what it is for you is that you feel alone. Mm-hmm. And I would love for you to talk to some other people because, you know, this is how a lot of mothers, all my friends that are mothers, they're oh. like, I, I'll say, that. I'm like, you are such a good mom. And they're like, really, I don't feel like, I feel like I'm just doing what moms are supposed to do, but yeah. I'm sucking at it. And like you said, Poodle, all moms are. All, all of us are going through this. Women are especially going through this mm-hmm. all the time. If I'm not good enough. Because it's culturally Because it's there. culturally a thing. So things like therapy and things like that I think could be great for you. But it, in the meantime. Brene Brown, honey. I totally I agree. I think Brene Brown, um, there's a, 
Lori Gottlieb has a book that I'm reading right now that's really good. Um, I'm actually listening to it on Audible. I like it a lot. Um, I just will say the bottom line here is, I promise you, no one knows what they're doing. Yeah, maybe you should talk to someone by Lori Gottlieb. Yeah, that's a good book. She's a therapist, but it's interesting her how her perspective and vulnerability as mm-hmm. well. So I th- think what Putin are just saying, you're just not alone in this, girl. You're not alone. Yeah, and uh, uh, I promise you, um, uh, the voices in your head uh, don't don't know what they're talking about. And now, you, they, yeah, they, they they don't include any perspective at all. Now, and this now. If you feel like you actually are not good at, I don't know, if it's you're going to trials or you're having to put together like uh, <laughs> exhibits for a deposition or things like if it's actual things that are lawyer things that you don't feel equipped to mm-hmm. do, Ask for then help. that is in your, there are professional networking communities where you can maybe meet a mentor or there's also the CLU, the, the, classes that you can take that you have to do anyway for your accreditation for your bar so look for that kind of stuff if you need support in that way i would also just say the Brene brown uh kind of concept of that she just talked about on the unlocking us the podcast is this is a fucking first time it's an fft this is your first year and you're at you've got a lot to learn and you're probably working from home a lot of times when attorneys first start working in law offices they usually are paired up with a partner or a senior yeah. associate that kind of helps guide them and you're not probably getting that one-on-one interaction right now so if you feel like if you feel like it's a safe place for you to do maybe ask for that at work but kind of feel that yeah. out because I don't want you to put yourself yeah. in a position last thing I will tell you people who are imposters who are boasting about what they have Never feel like imposters. Rarely yeah. do people who have the perspective to say, I feel like I don't know anything. They're never people imposters. That say they don't, who act like they know everything, um, aren't good. No. And they're, they're not good. And, and they are the actual imposters. They're usually sociopaths. Yeah. And huge narcissistics. Yeah. So if the fact that you're having perspective on it means that in my, in my line of work, you're actually uh, really being thoughtful about yeah. what you can yeah, do. Yeah, I think so too. Which is a good thing. Most likely, you know a lot more than you think you do. It's like that guy who says, "Oh, I'm a great lay. I'm a I, I'm a great fuck every time." That's the last guy you want to sleep with. That is the truth. Because you want a guy who feels a little bit like. Some days I have really good days, but you want them always to try to get you off. <laughs> always try. They're, you want them to beg for it. Beg for it. Please just mm-hmm. love me. Let me stick it in. Okay. Yeah. All right, love Gary, it. but this is the last time. <laughs> That's the thing. Some Sometimes, like, fat guys, y'all, are the best oh, lays. the best. Because they are so ready. They are just, like, <laughs> attentive. They're so happy they, to get it. They make your body feel like it's on fire. <laughs> this <True. laughs> all have come at us that's this it. week that's all have come at us this week that's we our... don't know how long this show is because we stopped like five fucking times <laughs> and y'all just didn't know we had to have a conference we call a and conference everything call. poodle had to like sew on his tampon <laughs> i don't know there was a so lot of <laughs> anyway i had to send lassie for help we appreciated this bonus episode we now, appreciate y'all you just heads up, we probably aren't going to have a bonus episode next week, only because we're giving you an extra 90 we're day fiance. We're going into the coal mines, y'all. We've, we're like, oh. got three 90 day fiance shows to watch and then two podcasts to do yeah, with it. So it's going to be a lot. 
going to be a lot. And the Gatreon. So but, there will and, be a watch and chat next week. And now we're doing fucking not looking hot. Uh, hot looking too, new. <laughs> too hot to handle. Too hot to handle. Too hot to handle. So now we've got that. So that'll be coming. So y'all have got plenties. But yeah, we love y'all. We appreciate suck you. my fucking nipples. <laughs> Great. nothing there. You can go to uh, 90daygays.com to How find- How long is this? I don't Jesus. know. To find all of our uh, our merch, our sissy that talk. Join I'm, our sissy squad, y'all. We're supportive. We're going to get a dream it or cream it shirt. I just <laughs> haven't had the time to do it, y'all. No, if you can cream it, you can dream Whatever. it. I don't think we should get a shirt. I think we should get a mug. I think people want shirts. It's so filthy. No, there's a couple girls that want cream it on their titties. Oh, sluts. <laughs> We're sex positive. The, We're are, sex positive. Oh, you would want We're that. all you voluntary whores. Shirt. If you saw that shirt at Buffalo Exchange, you would buy it in a second. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. I love slutty. I love leopard, y'all. It's a problem. He does love leopard. You can also... I'm um, just a slut, too. Y'all can... I'm just a slut who can't <laughs> say no. Anyway, y'all, you can also find all our other shows at 90daygays.com. You can uh, find us at 90daygays at Twitter and Instagram. And uh, oh, and our cameo specials going yes, on right now. Yes, cameo, cameo. All of our cameos are for charity, you guys. Right now, cameo cares. Uh, Poodles is going to an organization called Music Cares, and mine's going to the actors. Music Fund. Cares is uh, helping musicians because you know no one's doing anything right now. Same for so. actors, so that's what I'm doing as well. So you can find all that there. And last but not least, nothing warms Poodles' heart than a big D. <laughs> a review. Oh, a review. <laughs> Poodle loves a review. Just I love a review. Go to our go to our uh, Apple Podcast. And leave us a fucking review. Five stars. And y'all, I think that's it for today. We'll yes. see you around here see next you, time. See you later. Bye. 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 Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.